0: Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Reverend James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Well, family, we're continuing in our series today, The Open Door, The Open Door, and and I'm, I'm excited about where we're going with this. I want you to turn in your Bible back to the book of Galatians for me. Back to the book of Galatians chapter one this time, we're going to look at scripture starting at verse number six, Galatians chapter one and verse six. And here the word of God reads, it says, I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ, pervert the gospel of Christ. I want to speak today from the subject, switch it up, switch it up. Here as we look at our text, we're looking again in the book of Galatians as as Paul actually begins his letter to the church at Galatia. He 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 had one primary focus in mind, one primary focus in mind, helping them to live free in Christ. He wanted to help them live free in Christ. He's going to share many principles and speak about others who are attempting to directly contradict what they were, what they have been taught. This is what he's going to do. But the purpose is to enable them to maintain their freedom in Jesus, to maintain their freedom in Jesus. You see, specifically, he's helping them to learn how to live free, how to live free. We started touching on this a little bit last week. Here, Paul is letting them know that there's a freedom in Christ, and he wants them to understand how to live free, how to live free. A a major lesson that he teaches them, and I believe that we need to be reminded of today, is for you to not return to the shackles of our former guilt and shame. Don't return to to the shackles of your former guilt and shame. Go ahead and proceed in your liberty and freedom in Jesus, your liberty and freedom in Jesus. Let's look back at our text again. Look at verse six with me. Again, it says, I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ, would pervert the gospel of Christ. There's something that we need to understand when we approach what Paul is saying to us here. He's letting us know that there was actually a divine origin to this gospel. You see, the divine origin of the gospel overrides. It overrides any other version that is being taught, any other version that's being taught. You, you know that word override, right? You know, it's just like when you, your computer may get a bug on it, a virus, and you're sitting there. And you're like, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do? My operating system won't work and all kinds of stuff is going wrong. Well, sometimes you have to take the original program. And you stick the original program in there and you put it back on your hard drive. And what does it do? It overwrites everything that's there. It overrides everything that's there so that it can go back to where it was supposed to be. You see, the original, the, the, the original, this divine origin, rather, of the gospel, it overrides Everything that the enemy tries to sow in and others are trying to sow in with any other version that they're trying to teach you, that they're trying to teach you. You see, during that time, during that time in this day when Paul was writing this letter, there were Judaizers who were teaching that Jesus was good. He was good, but he wasn't good enough. They said, no, it's good that you have Christ, but that's not sufficient, not sufficient. You see, they were telling new believers that you need Jesus plus the rules and guidelines of the laws and religion. They say you need Jesus, but but in addition to him, you got to go back and look at the Torah. You got to go back and apply those things, you know, and, and, and even today. I believe there are people that are trying to say, you know what, Jesus is good, but we need something in addition to the gospel. We almost need a new gospel for today. We need to get an upgrade is what they're trying to say. But I want you to understand that even just in that day. In this day, I want you to understand something. In fact, I want to be very clear about it, that during that time, and like I said today, that Jesus is enough, period. Let me say it again. Jesus is enough, period. Some of you may want to put a T at the end of period to, to come, out of the, come out of the urban dictionary. You can do that if you like, but Jesus is enough. Jesus is enough. I need somebody to type in chat for me. Jesus is enough. He's enough. Listen, I understand that there may be things that are a little different in our culture and society today, but it does not override Jesus. I don't care what it is that we're seeing, how we're feeling, what we're thinking. Listen, we are to surrender everything unto our Lord and Christ. He is enough. He is enough enough. Type it in chat. Jesus is enough. He's enough. Listen, there is nothing that we need more than Jesus. Do you hear me? There's nothing that we need more than Jesus, than Jesus. Now, according to the Judaizers, it was fine having a relationship with Jesus, but You had to meet the regiment of the law and a law in, in order to watch this earn salvation to earn salvation. I want you to understand that there's no way that you can earn salvation. We are saved by grace through faith in him. That's how we're saved. It's not based upon based upon anything you can do to earn it. You see, in other words, you spend your time trying to have your good outweigh your bad. And that will never work. That will never work. You see, this humanistic approach to the gospel has us measuring our performance against our friends, our friends. Family, and even others, when you live your life based upon that way. And this leads to one of two things pride or shame. It leads to pride or shame because you're spending your time trying to measure off and see if you've checked off enough and if if you've witnessed to enough people or more people than your neighbor, if you, if you actually went ahead and read more chapters than, than your friend at church, did you go ahead and teach enough Sunday school lessons in the month versus your other friends? You're using these things to measure yourself as though you're winning a race into the kingdom and there's nothing to win because you've already won when you surrender your heart to Jesus. So therefore you cannot look at these things because that is the thing that ties you and binds you and that is not what Jesus did for you. He set you free. He set you free. In fact, this boils the gospel down to this. No gospel at all. It's not the gospel, because in the gospel, he lived his life and surrendered his life, laid down his life for you and for me. Not so that we can run a race and try to win and beat each other, but just accept him and then walk in accordance to his word. That's what his that's what the gospel is. And it's already been done, already been done. Listen, listen. We cannot add something to the gospel of grace saying that you have to do something plus believe in Jesus. That's just not the truth. That's not the gospel. Frankly, this is heresy. Let me say it again. Frankly, it's heresy. It is. Again, believing in Jesus is enough. Believing in Jesus is enough. I want you to look at verse number eight with me. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you that than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again if any man preach any other gospel unto you, than that ye have received, let him be accursed, accursed. Listen, Paul is bold now. He said, look, even if it's an angel, an angel who came down from heaven if he started teaching all this other stuff. Listen, let him be accursed. Don't you listen to him? Listen, he's saying just as even an angel. Because we already know that there was a period where the Lord knocked out how many? One third of the angels in heaven, along with Lucifer. okay, and they now became demons. So therefore, he said, I don't even care if it's an angel. I don't care if it's an angel. Listen, do not listen to them. He said, even if an angel were to appear and say something contrary to the word, we should absolutely ignore them because they are under, watch this, a divine curse. They're under a curse because they're teaching contrary to the word of God, contrary to the word of God. Look, this curse came because they tried to overturn the covenant of grace. With another gospel attempting to replace the righteousness of Christ with the works of the law. (laughs) And there's simply this. There is no replacement. There is no. No replacement. There's no replacement for the gospel. There's no replacement for what Jesus has already done. There's no replacement for what we understand who who our Messiah is in Christ. There's no replacement. I need you to type in chat for me. There is no replacement. There is no replacement. We cannot replace that which the Father hath done in his only begotten Son. It cannot be replaced. It cannot be redone. It cannot be retold. It just cannot be. Look with me at verse number 10. Verse number 10 says this. For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. I should not be the servant of Christ. You, you see, we have to be careful in who and what we are listening to. Let me say that again. We have to be careful in who and what we are listening to, especially in this day and time, Especially in this season, because now we've grown accustomed to being able to open up just like some of you are watching on YouTube right now. Some of you are watching on Facebook Live right now. You have to be able to listen and watch a trusted voice, one that you know loves the Lord Jesus and is following his word and not just someone who's spouting out things and ideas out of their own mind and their own flesh. You've got to be careful and watch what you're listening to and what you're watching. Do you hear me? Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.